We live in a world where language and communication have become politically correct. We say bullshit. This is In the Trenches. We talk about what we want, how we want, how we want, real and raw. From the military to veterans, society, spiritual, government, education, and everything in between, we're having real discussions about it all. Let's do this. This is In the Trenches. And now your host, Joss Young. Hey, welcome to another episode of In the Trenches. Yes, yes, yes. You are listening to the right podcast show, In the Trenches, and not the T-H-E, but the T-H-A. Hey, I am your host, the one and only, the J, the A-S-S-I-E-M, and that is Jasim. Listen, today is another great day. Thank y'all for joining in, from listening to watching it live on, on the show. and. I want to reach out and say, look, please leave a comment. You know, we want some interaction with y'all, your thoughts, your likes, your dislikes. So we can have this conversation. So that way it's a more intellectual conversation, but also a more truth conversation. But before we roll right into uh, what's the topic today, let me introduce my co-host. Now, one of the co-hosts won't be able to make it for the day, and that is the one and only the beautiful misunderstood. And but the one and only is still here in the building. The original OG. Tell it like it is. If the baby's ugly, the baby is ugly. He's gonna tell you. And with no regrets, the one, the only original DMX. Of the DMX before he became DMX, Doctor Donald Baker. Hey, man. <laughs> oh, How you take, doing today? I, I got to take these shades off. I know uh, with all these bright lights and stuff. Oh, oh, yeah. At the end yeah, of the yeah. day, it is what it is. It's it's, it's in the trenches, people. And uh, we got some stuff tonight. We're going to talk about some very hot topics. And uh, since we have uh, Misunderstood as a no-show, we know it's the 4th <laughs> of July weekend. And, uh, no, no, no. Well, before that, you say that. Well, you that said check going to be a no-show. Uh, what, 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 you said the 4th of what? Uh, uh, I'm sorry. You are, man, thank you for coming. You lie. That's right. Fourth you lie. You lie. Yeah, you lie. You lie. Yeah, you lie. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. if you don't know why it was changed or it, I, I call it, you know, I'm just basically calling it a fourth of you lie is because guess what? If you know your history, you would know that slaves were not free on the 4th of July. They were free in 1865. So us celebrating the 4th of July is a lie because not everyone was free on 1776. That's the reason why. Mm -hmm. So 
But yeah, yeah. So, well, well we're gonna we... we're gonna see that check or no show for her. Um, oh, most definitely. She, and she may chime in later on. But listen, brother, how was your before we dive into all these these, these hot topics I have here? Uh, I know uh, it's always a blessing to be on the show and listen, people. You see, there's many areas you can hear us on Facebook, Instagram, Spotify, Twitter. I mean, just just go look. YouTube, and you'll get informed that you might be in quit. Mm-hmm. Okay? We got some hot topics. It's not going to be easy to handle these topics. Uh, Most definitely. We, we, we tell it just like it is. And, and listen, if we offend you, I have a solution. Woe unto you. That's what the book said. <laughs> uh, you know, and don't expect uh, me and Yashim do not agree on everything. We disagree on a whole lot. That's true. And that's what makes us so unique uh, to be able to be beneficial to you when it comes mm-hmm. to topics. We discuss stuff and say stuff that you're too weak and scared to say. That's We're right. Not. We're not. So uh, it's a blessing. So we hoping uh, misunderstood could join us. We like to see how that hair looking. T- <laughs> <laughs> you know, she 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 getting that new look. And, you know, since she's getting that new look, you know, she got that new attitude. So, you know, it, it may be somebody out there. She she getting that new attitude. You know how it is. Yeah. Oh, I understand. I ain't <laughs> mad at her now. Uh, you know, it's like this, brother. You know, when you're single, you know, you can do a whole lot of stuff. <laughs> and, and you're getting yourself on the market. You got to straighten stuff out. Can't be too many moving parts. You don't want that wig sliding off at the wrong time. <laughs> 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 All right. All right. All right. Oh, well, let's roll right into to this episode. Well, this episode, you know, in this thought provocative video, we're going we're gonna to divulge into and jump into a pressing question. And the pressing question is, is white America afraid of losing their status and exploring the, the unspoken fear that lurks beneath the surface? We're going to navigate the complexity of the racial dynamics in modern society, you know, is white America afraid of losing their status? We're going to tackle that subject head on. And also we're going to, you know, jump into the uncertainty of some ways that may be a felt about the shifting tides of the power and influence. We're going to aim to foster a thoughtful dialogue that encourage the understanding and the empathy. So I want you all that's watching and listening to join us as we analyze various perspectives aiming to shield the light on the sensitive topic. So our goal is just to break down the barriers and, uh, and to foster a sense of unity, you know, in ultimately promoting a society that embraces diversity and equality. So through this type of research and engaging in discussion with, with our job, what we're going to do here in the trenches is we're going to in, we're going to embrace that diversity and equality and strive to provide an enlightened experience and challenge the notion through a meaningful conversation. So therefore 
I tell you this. Leave a comment with your thoughts on this topic. Leave a comment of your thoughts and your topic on how you feel and what you think. So is white America afraid to lose their status, Baker? I believe they are in so many ways. Now, keep talking. You're sounding good. I, I, so, I was just told to put something in one second. Listen, we understand the shifting of time. Can you hear me? Oh, yeah. You, and, you're and, coming and, in great. Yeah. Let me just do this so we can help. Let me know if this change. I'm sorry, people. We have a little technical difficult, but at the end of the day, we want to make everything be clear and heard. Is white America losing its power? Is the topic or one of the topics we want to discuss. And uh, here's here's the thing, people. Listen, history repeats itself. History changes. History rotates. And and listen, if you can grasp this ideal some time ago. White America knew that there was a shift in coming. Now, I'm going to do some common sense approach to this situation, Jasheen, if you can let me. And that is that we must understand that the dominant culture understood this some time ago. Okay? Uh, okay. Now, you said understood some time ago, so... Yeah, I'm going to make it plain. Yeah. Okay is they knew that there was coming a shifting in power and that they was going to lose uh, their uh, stronghold on America. All right? Uh, mm-hmm. this, this is in the trenches, so I don't have to be so damn politically correct in the mm-hmm. sense is that one thing white, uh, the dominant culture males knew, there was a change and there was a shifting in mm-hmm power and them losing power. Uh, it's been, I want to roughly say, without me being butchering everything, is that the dominant culture have been losing power for 10 years or more. And the white man, white has become what we, we used to call them the dominant culture, but let, let, let's just bridge this gap. We're going to bridge it with at some point with affirmative action, but let me just talk about the, uh, what we culturally call our trending topics. Let's not culture. Trending is white privilege, white authority, and white power. It, is there something happening? Yes. They knew it 10 years ago. You may not know this. If you go downtown in the city we're in right now, and you request to be a part, a part of the Affirmative action program, which are programs are set aside for minority people. Well, the dominant culture male is now considered a minority under the rules and regulations that has been set aside for minorities. Right? There's minority okay. women are minorities, and of course, right. Chinese, black, right. everybody. Okay, uh, they saw this coming sometime. Now, when it comes to their privilege and power. Now, they will always act on privilege, but when it comes to power, it's a totally different thing. Mm. Now, now, okay? Uh, they okay. are afraid. Okay. And then it, go ahead. Okay, so I know you were saying they knew it, 
but it, it, it to me, it seems like, and, and I don't disagree with you. I, I think they are losing their, they are afraid of losing their status. And, and I think the reason for them to that fear of losing their status is because there is a change, like what you said in, in the culture, uh, in society. And, and I think one of the changes is due to, let's say, you know, we're going to, we're going to say the, the best state of all state, we're going to say Texas. So what I mean by it is that now in Texas, the largest population in Texas is not uh, uh, the dominant culture. It is Hispanic. And so now it's 40 percent of Hispanics in the state of Texas. And out of that 40 percent, especially in the, the Houston area, there's 42 percent of Hispanics that own businesses. So they are gaining and that shift is happening. And what's funny is there's the because the shift is happening, they're more concerned about putting their thumb down on, on black America that they have not been paying attention to the, 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 the Hispanic group and the community and seeing how they are thriving and growing at a faster rate because they're so focused on putting and keeping black America down to the point where we are around 13% in the Houston area, more or less, or as the population and even less in owning a business? Well, I would say in the United States, Black America makes up 14% of the population. That's why I'm going to stick with it and I'm not going to change it until statistics prove otherwise. 14% of the population cannot elect a presidential candidate. That's true. Oh, I think I got somebody. That's true. Hey, you you speaking truth right now? So fourteen percent. But what makes it delicious is this: we're fourteen percent of the mess that the media like to portray and use to support their narrative and to play their agenda mm-hmm. to make us become victimized or victims. That's true. To promote the media, That's the true. liberal media, the left, to be able to do what they do. And mm-hmm. you'll find that the left will support us when we get in the media as a mm-hmm. victim. They just sitting, I know we're going here, well, we might as well, is they're sitting around right now. Mm-hmm. The liberal media don't have anything to talk about right now. Mm-hmm. And they just they're just waiting for another shooting of a black person so they can support their liberal agenda. I don't know why we have been the appetite and what the liberal media like when it comes to uh, promoting their agenda and to pushing this society. If you sit down and talk with most of the people that I talk with on a daily basis, they just don't go public like in the trenches. And we're afraid to get them on here because they're so weak and punkish that they're afraid to tell the truth that they do not support the agenda that we have right now in Washington, D.C. Yeah, yeah, that is true. Intoxicated on his own Mm -hmm. philosophy of belief. He lies, he makes promises. And Mm -hmm. here's a man that we cannot trust when it comes to, we'll get on this, supporting uh, affirmative action, uh, 
uh, white privilege and everything else, because mm-hmm. he have benefited from white privileges all since the what he's been in office since the seventies. Okay, uh, Black America makes up fourteen percent. All right, and mm-hmm. understand, we are the ones they use to wave a flag. All right, in mm-hmm. uh, defense of the dominant culture that we call a team of people on our side. Now let's talk about something we just skipped from. Is the white privilege, is what they, the, they call it, and is white America afraid of losing power? White well, American got a clear understanding. There's a big shift in coming. And it, it started, like I said, I want to repeat it, 10 years ago. And, and you're right, shift is happening. <laughs> and and, and yeah. shift is always happening. <laughs> and there's some shift going on tonight, okay? <laughs> and, and if you don't have shift happening, it's nothing. And, and and so we got shift happening in Burning Black. We got shift happening in race. We got, listen, man. Okay, so here's yeah. the thing, Jasheen, uh, uh, is that uh, they know that it's a, sl- a slipping away of power and everything. Uh, I may look at things different. I'm not saying it's 100%, but I'm not far off. I'm probably 99, all right? Mm-hmm. It's this. I believe they know it. So what they do is they join with us. They become like us. They act like us. They develop and adopt an appetite for our passion and our zeal and things we thought was better for our community. The culture, the dominant culture losing power now become, that becomes important. So when I Mm -hmm. see the liberal media gets on and they talk about the issues of black America, when it's most, it's just because they're trying to now identify with what we've been saying. All along. If there was no cell phone videos and cameras today, we'll still have a lot of foolishness going on in this world. And because of that, it has stopped. Now they identify with what we was telling them 20, 30 years ago. Now they understand it. So when they understand that white privileges and white power. Well, I would have to disagree with you when you make that statement. Uh, respectfully that when you say now they understand. And the reason why I say that is the fact they have an idea, but they would never understand because their skin is not like our skin. Their skin has no melanin in it. So as you mentioned, that's white privilege. So they would never have the knowledge they might have the understanding, but they had never experienced on the 24 hours, seven days a week, 365 days a year of what we deal with from them and their people for the most part. Now, don't get me wrong. Now, those that are listening to In the Trenches as are watching, listen, we're not saying all whites are like this. We're saying the majority of the ones that are like that, that hide behind suits, positions, uh, um, titles and things of that nature. We're talking about those individuals that hide behind those situations that are racist and are fear of minorities that are coming up. That's more or equal or even better qualified for. Mm -hmm. I just wanted to put that plug out there. Uh, And then the one plug I want to put out there is I want to find out what you think in regards to now, because they 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 did the abortion at the Supreme Court. It seems like now white America, which is a white man for the most part, are now getting a 
the headache or uh, being kicked in the balls or kicked in the ass. In other words, because now most white women, they stepped on their toes when they decided to dictate who and what these white women can do with their own body. And it started pissing them off. And there's one thing that I've noticed is that. Well, I don't think any woman in America, black, white, Chinese, Mexican, Spanish, whatever you want to call, want a man to be making decisions about how they do what they do with their bodies. I understand that. And I agree. And they didn't realize that they woke up a sleeping giant when they did what they did to the white women that have always been there for them, even through things that they knew what was wrong that shouldn't be done. They still supported the white men that were in power. But now they turn on the white women and now you have more an increase of a interracial relationship that a lot of these white men, and this is my personal opinion, are not liking to force white women to have more babies that are white as what they would say, you know, per white, as some supremacists would say. But now I have seen and heard white women like they still prefer to go with the minority because they don't want to be with the white men because now they woke up a sleeping giant. Now their status is being affected because now they don't want to deal with you or they don't want to have any kids with you because now you're trying to dictate what to do with their bodies. But at the same time, those white women are now starting to kind of see and get an idea of what black women went through and is going through in some fashion, in some ways, though they may not admit it. But the truth is the truth. What I mean, what's your take? Well, I, I believe that, listen, on the left and the right side, uh, if you're trying to code talk, uh, uh, abortion has been a political football for both parties. You got the left who say, you can't regulate my womb. You got mm-hmm. the right who said, we're going to regulate the womb. And it's been a political football for both parties. They throw it when needed. Okay. And mm-hmm. at the end of the day, I've seen the left and the right, when the cameras are going, argue their point of view. The left will say, uh, don't regulate my womb. The right will say, we're going to regulate the womb. We support the, the baby don't have a voice. All this damn stuff. At the end of the day, what I'm trying to say is we the ones being Duke. That's true. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, and they fight and and stuff. So, so what, I guess my point of view is at the end of the day, uh, a lot of things are happening. A lot of things were forced upon society, American, that we did not accept and we mm-hmm. don't believe. You know, uh, I know I know y'all want to draw a dodge tonight uh, here on the show uh, that this month has been the month of pride. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, all right, all right. No, uh, I understand. I understand it. It's, it's a very sensitive topic for most people because if you sit down and poll everybody, you got somebody in your family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Everyone has someone in the family. <laughs> now, I, now, my 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 issue. Is, Look, it, it, so, it, 
I have a different, I have an issue with, with that, but that's going to be like on another topic. No, you can say it. <laughs> uh, my thing is, you know, how can one say, and and just look on this level, how can one say, hey, I believe in God. And, and Bernard Mac even brought this up when he did <laughs> Kings of Comedy. You know, how can you say you believe in God and then you telling God he made a mistake because you should have been the girl when you was born a boy and vice versa. To talking about transgender? Transgender and, and the ones that say, I feel. And it's more of I feel that's in their head and don't realize it. it this is just, you know, my thought, my studies and, and reading the scriptures and things of that nature is the fact that there has been some type of trauma that the individual has failed to address, I would say. And because they fail to address it, they are running from the problem versus dealing with the issue at hand. And, and I put it in this way. Man has what we call an immaterial heart, correct? So it's not the physical heart, but it's the immaterial heart that we have, which is houses everything where our, our spirit is located, where God had, had, when he gave Adam the breath of life, he gave Adam not just the breath of life, but he put also that came with it, his consciousness of right and wrong inside a man. I mean, do you agree or disagree? I, I totally agree. Okay. But America has become corrupt and polluted. Because they, immoral, by choice. By choice. Immoral, immoral, nasty. Mm-hmm. And, and they didn't just wake up. A little baby country. That's still true. Still young. Has, has inducted more violence and conducted mm-hmm. more wars and taken things by force and by killing folks than anybody else. And when you go to talking about uh, regulating morality by law, you can't regulate it by law. That is true. The church, the the government need to stay out of the bedrooms of the religious circles as well as the religious circle need to stay out the bedroom of the government affairs Mm -hmm. because the two does not mix. They don't Mm -hmm. come together, church, okay? The church has one view. The politicians have another view. And most of the time, the politicians have a view that's going to keep them getting elected. So therefore, they will publicly announce, most politicians will publicly announce they agree with certain agendas and lifestyle, publicly deny it. Don't question me on it because I got some right now on both sides that talk Mm -hmm. to me, okay? Most people, y'all know that. And they tell me these things, okay? Uh, But the church finds itself doing the politician work and the politicians try to do the church work. And we let the politicians on any given Sunday coming up now here pretty soon, you're going to see a lot of politicians, pimps, punks in the pulpit. They all the same to me. (laughs) You you know know what's what's funny about (laughs) when you said that? There's a, a good friend of mine uh, his, his his name is S-O-I Duca, right? And uh, he and I served in, in the same branch of service. But he's, he's a rapper and he has one, he has a lyrics on one of his songs. I mean, the boy is talented. Now he's acting, he's getting into acting now. But he has a part in 
one of his lyrics where he makes the statement, you have scholars that want to be in the streets and those that's in the streets want to be scholars. And that what you just described hit his point in that lyric when you said that of how one trying to be something else and vice versa. Well, and what it goes from this quote as well. I saw a preacher who said that the preachers are trying to be pimps and the pimps trying to be preachers. Exactly. And and the politicians are trying to be preachers and the preachers are trying to be politicians. The psychics are trying to be prophets and the prophets are trying to be psychics. Mm-hmm. The hoes mm-hmm. in the church are trying to get right and the ones in the church are trying to be hoes. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's my point. It's, it's all about an identity crisis that America church is going through. America uh, politicians is going through. People say what they need to say to get elected. Mm-hmm. Getting elected mean I agree with homosexuality. Then we say all we kind of cut short by saying I agree, but I don't agree, but I'm the man for the job. Mm-hmm. And we stand disconnected from an opinion, especially when the Bible speaks. Somebody uh, asked the other day to me uh, what I think about a certain subject. And I said, well, well, here's what I say. Wherever the Bible is silence, mm-hmm. I'm silenced too. Mm-hmm. Okay? So the Bible is never silence on white privilege. That's racism. That's true. Oh, that is true. Oh, 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 it talked about it. It was in the Bible. And see, uh, uh, I want to talk if we can, Jasheen, shift a little bit because it's a hot topic, affirmative action. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know your opinion, never asked you your opinion on it. It really doesn't matter to me because we're friends regardless. Almost I mean, hurt your feelings. Uh, oh, that's all right, but I mean that. Well, I do not in any way whatsoever is. agree with, and I would never stand with affirmative action. Uh, I'm so sick. Oh, this is rough. I am so sick of Black America, of Blacks, talking about sitting at the table and fighting to be to sit at the table with people who don't want you at their table. Well, damn, they did that 50 years ago and 60 years ago. Are we still in a world where we got to fight to sit at somebody's table? Mm-hmm. Make your own table and sit at. Uh, uh, affirmative action need to be done away with. Now, most people don't know this, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I didn't have a chance to do too much, but I know in the back of this little pea brain of mine, California, Texas, we have done away with affirmative action some time ago. Mm-hmm. When it comes to admission in colleges, listen, people, get a state funded. Uh, when you have a government funded, state funded college, you're going to have affirmative action programs so they can get that money. But why That's not true. let the same rules apply for all students to get into these Ivory League colleges, especially that your education and your intellectual ability to score high on tests get you in there. Now, okay? Now, because it all becomes this, is it's all about money. Because 
if you understand, look at what, and I don't know a darn thing about sports, but listen, these colleges won't be, you don't see a whole lot of vanilla people. <laughs> All right. You get my point. Yeah. It's yeah. us that's out there. We're the entertainers. We're the football players and the basketball players. And we're the six foot, seven foot, and all those who can dunk and fly through the air and make the magic happen, I call it. Mm-hmm. We need those at our universities. Mm-hmm. But it, isn't it time for to end a program that really is not beneficial to all America? Affirmative action has been a bunch of bull to me, I would say. Because listen, think about it. Think about it. Why are we still competing to go to the dominant culture universities with a culture that's worth that makes collectively one point something trillion dollars? We ought to have more than these so-called uh, black universities that really support people. We should not still be crying over spilled milk 50 mm-hmm. years a plus go. I think it was called uh, Board of uh, Brown versus something about this affirmative action. Oh, uh-huh. Brown yeah. versus the Board of Education. Help me. There you go. Listen, that's all. Listen, people, come on, wake up. Am I with the Supreme decision? Do y'all want to know the Supreme Court decision today, yesterday or today? Whenever? Yes. Yes. Because mm-hmm. I've been watching the left and the right news media. And I have seen a lot of blacks scoring extremely high and the universities are begging them to come and sending letters to them to come because not because they're black, but because they have the intellectual ability and they scored high on the test. So if you get elected or get sent uh, was approved to go to these Ivy League universities because you're black, you ought to feel sorry for yourself. Hmm. Get me because I qualify. Get me because I have the intellectual ability. <laughs> I don't want to be a ratio on the table that I was just <clears throat> another nigga that got... Did I say that? Yeah, you said <clears throat> But okay. let, me, let, me ask you, let me ask you this. I'm going to play devil advocate on, the, on, on this. Now, you might have some that's listening. You might have some that's watching. And they may have the thought to even say, I'll make the statement that what about if I meet that requirement, I score high and my counterpart is white, less than me, less experience or no experience, but they still hire that individual and not hire me. Well, we're talking about hiring or admission into college. Even if it's admission in college, because, you know, in, in, in white colleges versus going to HBCU, they have what they call a legacy program. So they don't even have to score real high. Well, as long as your parents have graduated and attended and you have a family well, they call lineage. That, I forget what they call it. They call okay, that's the legacy program. If grandma and grandma and papa right. and, 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 and the individual legacy. can be dumb as, dumb as hell, yes, but they yeah, still going to let them but, in. But there's another level that we need to listen. I understand that some of us need to ride on ancestors and legacy and everybody else coattail. Come on. 
this generation we have, if you got the power, this generation to holler, cancel culture and cancel this, then you ought to be able to walk on your own two feet and walk into a university and be able to score high on the test where the legacy coming to play. And I'm understanding that very clear mm-hmm. is that. Man, I just can't believe we're in 2023 and we're still talking about admission into colleges and we're still talking about employment based on the skin color. We are more intelligent black people than most people give us credit for. Create your own university, create your own job so you don't have to worry about people hire you, you hire them. That's, and, I and I just, I'm just not with it. The affirmative set aside programs, it's not a program that should be in university and should be on job. I don't want nobody to hire me because I'm black. Hire me because I know what I'm doing and I'm capable of doing great at what I do. Don't do business with me because I'm black. Do business with me because I'm skillful and knowledgeable about my craft. And that's what I want to get credit. Don't worry about the content and the color of my skin, but watch the content of my character, how I take care of the business. And all that need to come into play. And we keep creating this snowflake generation that looks for a crutch to get them into a door. And I know we all need that. At some point, I just don't get it. We're in 2023. Damn it. Are we still talking about affirmative action? California, if I'm not mistaken, Florida, I know Texas, we don't even have it. Did you know that? We abandoned it a long time ago. And it needs to be. Okay? The Orientals score higher, I think, than anybody on (laughs) (laughs) Texas. Hello? You know, we didn't have people go to jail in the dominant culture. They're in prison now because they wanted to duped the professor by paying the school system, rather, the colleges, to get little Johnny through and make him pass and let him get into this college. Mm -hmm. Now, that's affirmative action. (laughs) 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 Listen, people, if we had a lot of money, we'd do the same thing. Let little Ray Ray go in. I know... I know Lil Ray Ray gonna steal. I know Lil Ray Ray gonna break some windows. And mm-hmm. I know Lil Ray Ray gonna rape. <laughs> <laughs> Lil Ray Ray gonna say, nope, let him in. Come on, is that right? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, it's bogus. Accept me for what I am, because I meet the qualifications. I okay. meet the standards. So, so how how is it? Is affirmative action the same when it comes to women who climb the corporate ladder? But how many executives did they sleep with? Oh, now now you stepped on Uh some toes. Uh oh. And the dominant culture don't hire us, they hire our women to create division. Uh -uh. Well, that's the next show. But they hire our women and not us. And then our women wind up. All right. And and now they come home and we can't tell. Can't tell them nothing. They won't listen. Yeah. They they so independent. And then they at the same time, they so lonely. Very. It's a it's a it's a it's slavery. It's Mm -hmm. it's technology slavery now. It's modern day slavery. And affirmative action always comes up when it's a tough time in politics. 
Bury that demon. Every man for himself. So with, with that being said. And people don't give money to universities that is not diverse. I understand that, people. Yeah. So, and universities in the other culture need us. Because they get money, extra money from the federal government. By when they're state on, funded. Right. When they're state funded, when they get based on the number of minorities that attend that university. But even then, people don't realize when you attend a, a predominantly public white university, the more minorities go there, the more funding they get. And that's the only reason, the purpose. They don't care if you, you fail or, or you succeed. They only concern about that money. So my thing is, why not us? And I agree with you. Get our shit together to the point where we as a community duplicate replicate what we see how the Jewish community is in working in the community to build a community and support our own for as the university and things of that nature and businesses. And that way we are just as strong as the Jewish community, just as strong as the Hispanic community. And I don't care what anybody say, the Hispanic community are a lot stronger and succeed better than we do ourselves because we are too busy trying to get a pat on the head or a pat on the back and be told, good boy, you doing good, or too busy trying to to sell out no, one another. Well as there's white privilege, Yashin, we have to understand something. You can't argue that this is my left hand. You cannot argue whether it's my right hand. If a fool want to argue and say my left hand is my right hand, is his mental disability and disabilities and whatever, <laughs> or craziness, okay? And you got to understand, there's white privileges, and, hello, as well as there's black privileges and other race privileges. Mm -hmm. Will that ever go away? No. Because black people pull the race card, and I had to check several. I get sick of them. We pull, you discriminate against me. You, you, that is so old and immature. When I hear it, it makes me sick. Now, do you think? No, no, it makes me sick because that's a card that we have been programmed and trained to use when everything else fails, pull the race card. Now, I agree with you on that. I agree. And we, not has we no use sound. that too much. I agree. We use that too much because most of us have never experienced racism, but they use that card so much. So then when someone is White actually experiencing not been my problem, they've been good to me. Let me, let me put it in a little phrase like that. Because my problem is I've spent more time with our people when it comes to clients than any other race. Because our people are gonna put you under this. Up under the mic, yep. Magnifying glass. Now, yep. now, nigga, how long you been around? Yep, that 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 is no, true. No, I see something. No, uh, uh, I'm going to cross you. Yep, because I deal with that. And, and and the reason why I, I cold heartedly, cold heartedly agree with you when you say that is because what's funny is when I was in the service, you would have thought that people in leadership that were black was watching out and molding and mentoring their, their airmen, you know, that subordinate. 
I was mentored, what's funny is mm-hmm. I was more mentored by whites than I was blacks. It was the blacks who was stabbing me in the back and it was the blacks who was jealous of the things that I was doing. And most of them were higher ranking than I was at the time, but they were still jealous and trying to destroy my career because of jealousy. But it was the whites who was watching out and protecting me and putting me up under their wing. Jashane, you said it so well. That's why I am... A person who can say that, listen, I don't get caught up with all this culture and I understand culture. I don't get caught up with diversity. I understand diversity. I don't get caught up with left and right in politics. I understand the left and I understand the right. Me and you talk one thing today is whatever our passion is and our heartbeat we go with. I don't support black business. I don't support white business. I don't support Chinese, Oriental, Spanish business. I support all business. Mm-hmm. If you're selling tea cakes on the corner and you're black, you're white, you're Jew or Gentile, if I want a tea cake, I'm going to stop and buy. I don't run to the stores because somebody holler support black business. I'm not supporting running to supporting the white man. I support business, period. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't drive down the street and say, well, uh, I guess I, I, I got to go to the grocery store, but I got to go to a black grocery store. Well, I don't know a black grocery store. <laughs> There's not one here in Houston. Kroger's <laughs> ain't black. Nope. H-E-B ain't he is black. not black, <laughs> but you still shop in there. Appleton ain't black. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have a black grocery store. We got a Safeway. Store. Safeway is not black. <laughs> no, no, you see my point? And most black, listen, Dominic Culture, let me tell you about our people. We talk that stuff, but we ain't going to support a whole black grocery store because we're going to wonder where them niggas get their meat from. That's I wonder true. how long they had that meat mm-hmm. <laughs> on the shelf. Them old that's niggas true. over there, that's what they go say. Excuse me. Them old niggas over there, they shelling that old meat. They got that meat off the street and niggas or something else. Man, you know a nigga something else. That's how and, they talk. And will lie and say they got sick and he never had the meat. <laughs> and, 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 and look, you know, uh, turn the leg hood and, 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 and is that a black owned business? I don't know. Uh, uh, all these outdoor kitchens and all these, I don't know. I heard a football, basketball player. Wait, is it back? I don't know the big old tall black Negro. I don't know his name. I got that Negro name. Big old nigga. Big, oh, excuse me. Big old fella. He got a big chicken. They call it, I think, big chicken. I don't know. They ain't never say where it's located. Is it real? You know what I'm talking about? What's the fella name? He retired. Big old fella. <laughs> Play that okay. basketball. Was in Shaq. Shaq. Shaquille O'Neal. He got a place called Big Chicken Hill. I ain't they ain't say where is it? Yeah, I yeah, ain't he, going. He, I'm he, he does. Yeah, he, he does. Well, you gotta understand something. A Negro come here, a celebrity, and open up a restaurant. This is affirmative action day, all right. We got affirmative action day. We got this week going on white privileges and pride month and punk month, sissy month. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all get me confused with all this happening. So overall, do you, do, do you see white America, for the most part, afraid of losing their status or where they at? Yes. And when the dominant culture see that, 
they try to recover. They will make war where there is no war. Just like what's going over in the Ukraine and Russia and China and the North Korea. Ukraine is a bad kid that needs to be smacked, period. I don't care what y'all say. Until I I read, I'm reading on now. Ukraine was not the choir boy y'all want them to be. You get it? They were dirty to Africans. Mm -hmm. Hello. Mm -hmm. Okay. But guess what? Nobody on the left blinked their eye when we've given billions already to Ukraine. But yet Mm -hmm. still, these people y'all got and put in place in D.C., can't find money to forgive student loan, which they was a lie that they made a promise to. Am I for student forgiveness? No, because I've had relatives who went to college and wasn't forgiven of their loan. They paid out their pocket. They went to work. And everybody needs to go to work. Scratch that. That was a political poem. poem. And guess what? It helped get this fella up here who is totally showing every day to American people that he is totally not qualified to be the next, continue to be the next president. That's another story. And we keep getting duped by these fake politicians. All these different things that come up. When are we going to stand up and really vote our compassion, our beliefs, and stop looking at color line? I will vote rather on the left or right if it's people who are passionate about what they believe in. Mm-hmm. And I'm not looking at a man because he is brown, mm-hmm. black, or white, red, or yellow. I'm going to know what your belief is. Do, do they line up with my cause of belief? God. First. Well, you know, I'm going to stop you right there. Not everything and everyone has a relationship with God. So how can. Then don't don't come to me for my vote. That Okay. That's why I want to come to me for my vote. I got you. That's first in everything I do. I got you. And everybody everybody don't don't mean I'm going to abandon my moral principles that I believe in to support somebody's political agenda like the left or the right. That's what that's what I wanted to get that out there because let's face it, not everyone that call themselves believers are believers. Not everyone that call themselves Christians are actually Christian. You know, so I just want to put that out there. So people are not hearing, but they listening and comprehending. There is a difference and what you're saying is for people who truly know who they believe in and they're not walking in one direction and talking in another. Do 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 our people vote on knowledge based information? No. Or color based information. On color based information. All right. We've already, well, not me, but y'all already yeah, experienced me. wanting a king. 
Y'all didn't know nothing about the king. Y'all didn't know where the king come from. The king showed up on the Democratic stage at the convention, national convention, and he waxed eloquent. And y'all said, that's our king, King Obama, King Obama. He served eight years and didn't do a damn thing to change the community. Isn't that amazing? But we believed in it. We loved it. He's gone now. And some of us still talking about, we need him back. No, we don't. No, we don't. It's gonna take us forty years to undo some of the crap he done. He did because he opened up the doors for the LGBT community. All right, you better talk. To it's the last to, day for y'all. To to be to where it is now, and now you have Russia. Regardless of what people think about Russia, you have Russia, China. Africa and other countries have a strong lack of respect of the United States behind just that one item. There is other items, but just that particular topic and issue, they have a lack of respect. America is the infidel, according to Putin. Yes. Believe it or not, he and he has a right to declare that. Putin even said that America is so foul and so nasty and so debilitated to that she want us to be like her. That's what he said. Exactly. And they and listen, right now, until we change this weak administration that we have, we are not considered a superpower or a threat. That's why and China no is able to fly over here with these different balloons. That's why that uh, Russia that, that muscle. Uh, That's yeah. why Russian is. Do- if you'd had the right people in leadership, Russia will not collect its power. Uh, China, for one, will not be doing some of the thing. And be careful because other nations and countries see us as a weaker. We're not. God bless America. Miracle, the great, the home of the brave. We're not that. No, we're we not. have been weakened. Yep. We was trying. We almost made it out. We had eight years of one fella. We four years of this new fella. It's yep. time for a change that brings balance. Let's bring balance back to this country. Let's do away with all these uh, set aside programs that none of us benefit from. Even here in the city, uh, state of Texas, uh, Houston, Texas, rather, uh, affirmative action programs downtown gets all the business contract. They are not given. White men are now considered minorities under the law, been for a long time. And not that. Remember, people, all women are minorities. So the white man used to drag the Negro downtown to get them contract. They don't need you no more because they wives are women and they are considered minorities, gay, bisexual, lesbian, the rest of the group and the ABCDEFG and all the other stuff. They're minorities. They getting all those contracts to fix the street and tear them up and put them back together and all this other stuff. It's a scam. It's a shenanigan and it needs to stop. Get rid of set aside. Give me a job because I qualify. Give me a job because it speaks volume to me as a man. Don't give me, don't hire me because I'm black. Hire me because I'm good at what I do. Now, now I'm going to say something you just said. You said hire you because you're a man. But now we got got a problem. Because you got he, she's, and they right. want to go with these pronouns, and then you have those that, not that a are not. I'm just a man. Not now. Nah. Now you have those that are 
Josh, not in the program. <laughs> they they not on on that particular uh program. We need to uh, check them They at still the door. don't. They still don't know what it check takes to be door. a man. If you calling yourself something that you wasn't born and you got, we gonna check you. <laughs> Let's check them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because DNA, I, I mean, no matter what, on. DNA like, is not gonna change. Where did we get this from? What? How did we let this slip in? No, uh, it ain't many other cultures, countries, and countries who are dealing with this issue more than America. What's what? What's up with y'all? That's true. What's up? We've taken countries by terrorism. We've taken them by fraud. We've launched campaigns on countries. Mm-hmm. We killed Gaddafi family, which I understand. We killed Saddam Hussein. We, you know. Uh, and, 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 if, and if you don't and if you listen to in the trenches of you watch and listen, he is speaking the truth, because if if you are an avid reader, there is a great book that's called The Economic Hitman. And that book specifically discusses how the government of the United States uses and manipulate other countries so that they can have some form of control listen, in, in, that the, country, in that country. Listen, America has been this way. We have manipulated California, all right? They bought in the drugs to build bigger prisons, remember? And then after they build bigger prisons, they created a law in California. Remember what they created? Three strikes, you're out. Yeah. We had a movie about it, a little comedian. I forget the little fella's name. Three strikes, you're out. All right. And 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 where did they get the drugs and where did they get the guns and cow? Negroes are old airplanes. Exactly. But the government put the airplanes in the communities and they put the drugs in the communities and they took the guns in the communities and they built some big, huge prisons to lock you up. Mm-hmm. And then they passed a three strike call. Uh, law, which Bill Clinton, Kamala Harris, Hillary, and all of them really was a part of. Do y'all remember that this lady y'all have as a vice president, she kept black prisons and uh, uh, people in prison after they served their sentence to keep getting free labor? And y'all say we got our first black vice female president. I say to you on that, you are a damn fool. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you think she's gonna be the next president? I have a better chance. Vote for me. <laughs> and I'll make all y'all vice <laughs> Listen, it's 801. Listen, you've been listening to In the Trenches, and I think it's important that you like, you share, you comment. And listen, we got some tough stuff coming up next week, and people need to be here to hear. Oh, oh, we may have to talk about that, uh, Joshim. Uh, oh, I'll tell you about next week. But listen, people, you need to like and share and join uh, the Patreon. Uh, uh, is that right? And go in yeah. and see some of the stuff. We're going to be putting some behind the scenes stuff. You know, you want to have no hear what happened before we get on the air. <laughs> Letting y'all see some stuff. I mean, I mean, it's some tough stuff. I mean, you're going to see some stuff and you're going to say, oh, I got something on Baker. Especially the preachers out there, they've been waiting to get me on stuff. <laughs> so we got to get, we got to show them these concubines. <laughs> well, you have to get some of your, your, your preachers on here because, you know, we, we have some more hot topics. Topics, 
uh, on the level of different, you know, topics relating to religion and, and things of that nature, especially when it comes to the LGBT sense. Now, you ain't gonna get none. I can't find, I know a flu. I, if they're out there sending in some message or send me a message, I'm most of my preacher friends are scared to get on top because they got them in the church. So they're, they, all, they're in the choir. They're doing praise dance, punks in the praise dance. So, the, so in other words, get on there. They're scared of me anyway. So, in other words, if, if that's the case, that means that they are more for the world and then not for Christ. They're more for the money. Mm-hmm. If you bring the check. It's going to be all right, but they're not going to get into nothing that's going to create any chaos. Well, you know, that's one, said one preacher told him you can come, but leave my sisters alone. Well, I tell you one thing, what they don't understand. And I'm not a minister. I haven't been ordained, but yeah, you're I'm, a minister. That, my, don't worry about that. My, my, my grandfather was one. I stayed around and I still study to this day. But it's one thing that I know that I learned from my grandfather. And from all his his friends that were ministers as well before he passed away. If you do what God asks you to do and you're a minister, God always pays his bills on time. So why are you worried about what people say when that house is for God and God makes sure his bills are always paid? But this is not the church today. Of your grandfather, my grandfather, grandmother, or mother. This is a different group. And we are for they are forced to say certain things. Listen, this show is centered around not being politically correct. That's true. These preachers today run away from it. Okay? <laughs> they ain't gonna disturb nothing. They'll tell you in a minute, leave them alone. We gotta let them come on in. We got to let it work. The most disheartening thing I've seen in several churches is when I see a a feminine man, men are being stripped of their masculinity. And and, and, and that's what's going on. That's what's going on. But nobody won't say nothing. Flying through the air like a woman. And then you have celebrities forced, from what I'm to understand, you have celebrities forced to wear dress you know, and do all these other crazy stuff that's going on. And it's like you are intentionally doing what you're doing to demasculating black men. So then that way it even makes the community even weaker than what it would have been. That's That's why Africa don't even want to have anything to do with the West. Western civilization has become weakened and become destroyed by our Mars. We used to be looked up to. Mm-hmm. I told you this some time ago, and you got to stop, is that there was a time when we had, when everybody became American, in a sense. There's no Jew, Gentile, black, white. When 9-11 hit, everybody went to their knees. If my people... Which call by my call by my name. Shall humble themselves and humble themselves and we don't do it. It's just a mixed up group of people in this world, and we don't have many on my side that believe that. And and you know the reason why I think that personally is because they have no relationship with God. 
When you have a relationship with God, a true relationship with God, you know who you really are. You're not thinking, you're not saying that I feel like I should be a woman. When you know the most dangerous place, Jashin, to be on a Sunday morning today is in most churches. That's true. That's true. No, no. And that's something we're going to leave it there. It's dangerous now to be there. Instead of leaving inspired, you're leaving saying, scratching your head. What the hell was that all about? Mm -hmm. Did I just sit here and see a man dancing, praise dancing with a skirt on, flying? Am I losing my mind? Mm hmm. Did I just see a man get up with tight pants on singing how great thou art and, the, and his crouch in it? Did I just get up and see a woman preaching with being masculine like a man in her feminality? Mm -hmm. Did I just see two men walk down the aisle and the preacher just performed a marriage for two men in holy matrimony? Mm hmm Did I just see I got a check for $2,000 or whatever they're giving these preachers to perform this stuff? What have we become? Matter we have become critics of white privilege, supporters of affirmative action, and tolerate race, sex, and every damn thing else in the church. Well, I'm a, I, I wasn't going to do this, but I'm going to bring up a video. And since we went there with religion and, and homosexuality, and, and it just is just, I want to get your reaction. And I saw this video a while ago, uh, and it hit me. And this individual, and I saw it on TikTok, and this individual was a pastor, a white pastor, and he did not like what was stated and what was said. Mm. So tell me what you think it is. Tell me that you're having a spiritual experience when you land with the band. I'm going to tell you that, that I loved a man who is now dead in such a profound way, and he me, that yes, I believe the Spirit of God was with us when we made love. Was it always or was it always a religious was it always a religious experience? Not always. But were there times when it when it transcended? I hope, gosh, I hope for all of you and for you, Pastor, I hope for you. You was under the anointing? It yeah, absolutely. 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 Gift of mutual love and care that was oh you that was fleshy satisfaction. You don't know that, brother pastor. You just simply cannot say that about I me. Say that about this book. I can, we're talking about about me at this point now. Don't and please be please be careful. Please you, be careful. You gonna tell you I'm telling you. Believe. You 
you cannot you say about me. You were anointed by God. When you were laying with a man. I have been. All you got to do is show me someone in here that wasn't now, every, like you were. Every time? No. I'm okay, telling you about my experience. Please stop interrupting me. Please stop interrupting me. This is so fundamentally important. I'm talking about a relationship that was as important to me as your relationship with Sister Jennings. And this is this is fundamental. So we're talking about a commandment I, God allow here, Harry. What what I experienced with him was so much beyond the norm of the way people treat each other selfishly. People usually treat each other selfishly in this world. He didn't treat me selfishly. He treated me the way God treats me. He treated me the way God treats me by, by reaching out to me in love and care and mutual concern. Concern that was all about me and not about his needs. And I reached out to him in the same way. Didn't happen every time. Would that it were. Would that I were that good uh, a husband, a, a partner. Would that I were. But when it was wonderful and right, it was exactly that. Spirit it was a it was a spiritual Spirit connection. Of God was in it. Absolutely. Peter, let's see what the God. Bible says. Second Peter chapter two will begin at verse six. Yes. And turning the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah into ashes. Turning the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah into ashes. Condemned them with an overthrow. Condemned them. With an overthrow. Making them an example. Making them an example. Unto those. Unto those. That after should live ungodly. After should live ungodly. And deliver just lot. Deliver just lot. Vexed. Vexed. With the filthy conversation of the wicked. What you have with me now is a filthy conversation. You going to blame God and say that he got you involved with the anointing. <laughs> to lay with the man. And then he going to tell us that it's wrong for man to lay with man by scriptural text. Well, that, text is that text doesn't say that Sodom was destroyed because of homosexuality. It just doesn't. It tells that, that Lot was vexed. For that righteous man. That righteous man. Dwelling among them. Dwelling among them. And seeing and hearing. Seeing and hearing. Vexed his righteous soul. Vexed his righteous soul. From day to day. By with, what? with their unlawful deeds. Their unlawful deeds. And their deeds were unlawful. To, hu to humiliate another person. To humiliate another person in any way. Were they, they wanted to penetrate a man, correct? Uh, they, they did. They wanted to penetrate a man. There you go. Listen. It is what it is. It is. See, that demon has possessed that culture first. Mm -hmm. They brought it here. They introduced us to rape. Mm -hmm. They introduced us to robbery. Mm -hmm. They introduced us to a whole lot of mess. Mm -hmm. And to hear this foul demon say how righteous it is. And unfortunately, maybe I need to tell you. That is the opinion of a whole lot of Negro pastors in this church that feel the same way. And some of them are, uh, are sitting up in churches now with wives and still feeling some type of way. But they got, claim they have the power to cast a demon out. Why don't you do yourself first? <laughs> well, I now, wanted that's to. A that's a demon. And that's what I, I wanted Ain't to Ain't nothing going to make a man want another man but a demon spirit. 
That's Ella. and I agree. I totally agree. How with can that. we live together and call it all right and okay? Mm-hmm. How can you say that you deem uh, and, and, and enter an exit? Mm-hmm. Think about that. Let that go through your head. You know how you go on the freeway and you see them signs say, do not enter the wrong way? Yep. You get it? Oh, yeah, I got it. I Certain portions of your body is made only for an exit, not an entrance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I agree. I agree. And I ain't seen one yet. They tried in some foreign country to make a man have a baby. If he do, it ain't but one way he could deliver. Oh, and, 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 and they are trying to label women as child carriers. Hmm. <laughs> women they, sometimes and, I would think ought to get on a man that walked and tried to look like you. Now, now it's interesting that women are designed so with God made them so delicious. Mm-hmm. To me, at least. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fascinated how they can walk in high heel shoes. Mm-hmm. And they could sway their hips without making them. Mm-hmm. But a punk, I mean, a, I mean, a other thing, whatever you want to call them, they have to make it happen. And you can see it just trying to flaunt it. I had no clue. I think there was the other day they had something on and they had a man on there that looked like a woman. And they were saying that's Freddie, a Frida. And I said, uh-huh. the Negro name is Freddie then to me. And he was up there. I ain't never seen nothing come out of New Orleans or something. I ain't mm-hmm. never seen nothing. And CNN, the one broadcast. Yeah. What was that the other day? It was Juneteenth. Yep. Yeah, that's what it was. It was that's, Let me take up a minute. That's where I was mad at. It was Juneteenth. That's what we've been reduced to, uh, reduced to. We got to go and find something like that on Juneteenth. And I ain't going to forget that woman that got up there. Her name is, she's a woman, but she turned around and worked her butt to the, that's what Juneteenth is about. Punks and hoes bending over, shaking their tail to the crowd. And I didn't see none of the dominant culture up there shaking their tail and bending their butt out to the audience. Come on, and, and, that's and not, what we introduced to. That's why I didn't celebrate Juneteenth. I stayed in my house. I ain't eat no barbecue. Damn barbecue and watermelon and fried chicken and all that other stuff, too. <laughs> I don't care for all that foolishness. That's what this country become. We have removed the men out. We ought to learn from taking the Bible out of schools. That's why there's so many shootings in there. Mm-hmm. I say put the Bibles back in the arm teachers. Mm-hmm. Now that's something else. Go ahead, uh, Joshua. No, no, no. I mean, you, you, you hitting it. You hitting spot you on. You have to hide this one. No, I ain't going to hide it. I'm going to put it out there. I mean, because it is what it is. Because too many of them are like that. I guarantee you, if you, if you agree, I'll go find the show and hit like. And we ain't going to tell nobody you did. <laughs> no, no, no. And thank y'all for listening to In the Trenches. And if you're listening or watching, you are watching In the Trenches, the real and raw discussion that we have weekly live on various topics that affect not just us, but the community itself. And then eventually that community, the, the country benefits from the community on the issues that that plague. Thank <laughs> you.
us on a daily, weekly, hourly, and every second of, of our lives. But I have to say this. I agree. White America is afraid of losing their status. They're getting more violent hmm. for, for the most part. They're being more vindictive, more revengeful to try to hold on to whatever power that they may have, whatever it may be. Because I do remember when one year where there was a large number of females that was running for political office in Congress and the white congressmen were giving them, not all of them, and I'll admit it wasn't all, but for the most part, were all giving those women a hard time. And the ones that wasn't giving the women a hard time, they were sitting back, not doing anything to protect the women, even their own race. That's a female. So looking at the patterns and statistics and, and what's going on in the world and not seeing things for what I call it. And my mentor calls it the matrix of seeing what you want. They want you to see and not see what you need to see or should see. Not looking at the matrix, but seeing the reality of it. I see that they are generally afraid because it's more and more Karens that are out there, not just females, but males that are starting to increase police officers that are Karens in their actions and their demeanor, their bullying. Not saying all cops are like that because I have a relative that is a law enforcement, but I'm saying most of them are acting that way. So, but I want to say thank you all for listening and watching of In the Trenches Live podcast. Hey, every Friday at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time, check us out on YouTube channel In the Trenches, I-N-T-H-A Trenches podcast. All right. Look for us. Hey, leave a comment. Click like, but most importantly, we want you to subscribe because in that way, our algorithm lets us know that you're listening, you're watching, and we know that you are engaged in the topic. So and we're any, not afraid. And yeah, and you're not afraid because guess what? Truth will set you free. So if you have freedom and it's truthful, then you should not be afraid what people think what they say and how they look at you in this world. Because if you're truly free, you understand your reward, your reward is not on this side, but it's on the other side. This is your boy, the J-S-S-I-E-M, Jasim. And I'm going to leave one last statement to Baker to leave out and let us know what do our people that's listening and watching should know, need to know, and ought to know before we check out of here. Stand up and be who you are. Be the greatest of you. Say what you feel. Say what you believe. Do what you want. Believe what you want. But make it make sense to all of us. Don't confuse us with what is not reality and what is not the norm because we know what is normal and we know what is reality what you call normal it ain't normal <laughs>
All right. Well, you heard it from the the <laughs> double OG, the original DMX before he was DMX. The, the other DMX came on the scene. The one and only Dr. Baker. So, hey, we're going to see you on next week on our next episode. Check us out. Hey, peace out. Peace. You've been listening to In the Trenches. Real, raw, plain speak without all the political correctness. We hope you've enjoyed the show. Make sure to like, rate, and review. And we'll be back soon. But in the meantime, reach out to TS and F Consultant and Management on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. So long for now from In the Trenches.